Now, I'm uh, speaking directly to a cohort of friends of mine who are listening uh, very excitedly. Calm down, be calm, because Jerry Halliwell is on the phone. Hello, Jerry. Hello. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really, listen, thank you so much for taking our call. So first of all, I just want to get this out of the way. I'm a huge fan, huge fan. I, I actually spent about a year and a half teaching the dance routine to look at you. Or look at me and look at you. Now look at me saying, getting the name wrong. But I'm, very, I'm a big, big fan. So thanks so much for talking for me this morning. And pop star turned author. Um, we're here to talk really about uh, Rosie Frost and the Falcon Queen, your new book. Congratulations. Thank you. Well done. Um, so uh, it's a story of a teenage orphan who attends a fantastical boarding school and it's aimed at uh, a, a, a sort of slightly older audience than you've been writing for, for teenage girls. Is that fair to say? it's for everyone actually you know I think you know it's it's I would say from 10 upwards like my husband's read it like a, tw- a 20 year old can read a 30 year old whatever Brilliant. the age actually because it's like a massive adventure story but there's sort of nuts and bolts of imp- uh, finding your your own power if you like history yeah. if you like conservation but it's a modern day story but flooded with like this this feeling of finding the courage you never knew you had Wonderful. Uh, and it's on the great cr- tradition of, right, of stories based in boarding schools. There's a lovely, a pretty pr- British tradition, like the Worst Witch and Mallory Towers of St. Clair's. So it's based, so there's kind of a fr- freedom to it. Well, I don't know what it is. And it's funny you say that. There is that sort of love of, um, of uh, we think about those. I always had that fantasy. I think it's because I read a lot of Enid Blyton and there was always like that, um, in a boarding school. But this is what I, this is the difference of it. Okay, so first of all, it's set on Bloodstone Island. Bloodstone Island, imagine a Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. but for endangered animals, okay? Then secondly, the, the boarding school, okay, is for polymath, smartest kids. But it was built 500 years ago uh, by Queen Elizabeth I in honour of her mother, Anne Boleyn, who was shamed for being smart. So Queen Elizabeth I, she goes, right, I'm going to get married. My heirs are going to be the ideas from these students. Okay, so she builds this school. And this school is entrenched with Anne Boleyn's history because Anne Boleyn was smart and brilliant. But, you know, she was shamed by her misogynistic pig, Henry VIII's husband, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, so um, Anne Boleyn makes this rule book, okay, for her daughter. She's got four rules just before she's executed. And then... Uh, Elizabeth uses these rules and becomes the greatest monarch. And then 500 years later, now, um, Rosie Ross gets sent to this school and she faces bullies, these massive challenges, all sorts, okay, like treacherous on this island. She uses these four rules, which are given to her by, by the ghost queen of Anne Boleyn. So it's, it's kind of flooded with history and adventure. And it's page turner. So uh, uh, the reason I kind of zoned in on the the younger audience is because I gave it to my niece who's 14 and she's a prolific reader yeah. to give me a review. Would you like to hear what she said? Okay. Yeah, she loved it. Yeah. Her name is Emily Riley, Courtney, and she's listening. And uh, she was very nervous. And she's uh, she's actually, she, she read it in two days. She's only 14. And it's a big book. Like it's a good, it's a confident reader's book. It's a really good book. So Emily said, 14 years of age from Ireland, I found its mysteries intriguing and they were used so well. I wanted to keep turning the page. I thought the characters were really interesting and likeable. I loved reading about them and the school. I also thought the book's use of English 
English history and the history of Anne Boleyn was really interesting. I didn't know some of the facts included in the book about her and her family tree and had fun learning more about her in her own right, more than that she was just Henry VIII's dead wife. It was a refreshing and compelling book and I can't wait to read more. <laughs> Five stars. Oh, wow, Emily! <laughs> oh my God, that is so flattering. Thank you. Oh my God. Do you know what, Emily, one say 14 is the age of power. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is I mean, Rosie Frost. She's thirteen, and she's and then number two, she turns fourteen. And we actually say that it's the age of power. And you know, for the fact that she is the target person that I wrote it for. So it, this is amazing, and it thrills me. Thank you so much. Oh, that's brilliant! Wow, what a review! That's more flattering than anything oh, somebody wonderful. like Emily loved oh, brilliant it. and she really loved it she really enjoyed it um, and, but also I mean I, I kind of I read through it quickly over the weekend as well and uh, the the what, the way you've just described the story makes total sense in your beautiful way and your Jerry Halliwell brain because it actually all adds up it's really clear what you're trying to say where did you get the idea from? Do you know what I I've always loved writing. I've, I'm a complete bookworm. I love books, okay? And uh, and also movies. And I always think it, it, sometimes in life we find the courage through other characters, you know, that we might not get it from, you know, from life, but we get it through reading or something that's, you know, from characters. And so I thought, you know what? The world needs a new hero. Mm-hmm. Someone ordinary, and that's not perfect. And... And I'm just a very, very curious person. You know, I'll read about anything. And I thought, wouldn't, okay, so I've developed characters first. And I thought, wouldn't it be great to f- have a story that really helps people, that anyone that feels bullied or marginalized in their life, mm-hmm. okay? But, and you have this character that suddenly, you know, she has to face up to things that I feel awkward and, and terrifying and scared. And then it comes out the other side going, all right, do you know what? I'm not perfect, but I'm all right. And, um, and I love history. I love animals. So it's, kind of, it's a bit by bit. It took me about seven years to write it because it, it was the first one of that. You said it's a chunky book, but it is kind of, it's for the reluctant reader. If you're not a big reader, you can still, you know, page turn on it. I did that purposely. Yeah, and, um, so it took you about seven years. always there. Seven years. Yeah, I I wonder, like I can't help but think, was the story of Anne Boleyn at the genesis of this, a a woman bullied for being smart? Yes, you know what? Are you having your breakfast, Jerry? Rosie Rosie was first, okay, the character of Rosie was first. Right. But um, when I thought, okay, I'm going to give the DNA of this book to Queen Elizabeth, I thought maybe, maybe first. And then I thought, well, what about her... Mother. Mm. And then when I mentioned that to someone, they went, oh, no, 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 don't do that. No, 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 she's not like, don't. I thought, okay, let's unpack this. And the more I learned about her, the more I thought, oh, my God, this woman was shamed for being smart. If this was on the present day, right, um, the people around her would have been me too They would have been like, that would not be okay. So I thought, this woman needs redemption. 
Well done. Anne Boleyn, I've just been told, has Irish connections. From She's from Car- it's some relation in Carrick on Shore and Tipperary. No doubt listeners will tell us the truth about that and shortly at text 51551, of course. So, yeah, she needed redemption. It's, he's a fa- it's a fascinating history woven through this story. And it's really interesting that my niece picked that out. She really enjoyed that redemption of Anne Boleyn in the story. Yeah, I thought, let's look at this. Let's stop, like, making her out to be such a, like, an easy target. You know, someone that is, you know, she's interesting, beautiful, you know, captivating. And, okay, let's shame her. So what about this? What about if we actually look at her from a different angle and celebrate her? Do you know what? She actually believed in reform, you know, like the NHS. Yeah. So, and then one of the reasons, and what I discovered was the reason why she wasn't liked by Cromwell, and that was Henry VIII's sort of henchman, was because she was like trying to navigate the crown's money towards looking after the poor. Wow. And, like, and he didn't like it. Yeah. So things like that. But you know, but that's sort of injected into this fast-paced adventure. You know, it's like Squid Game when you read it. And they, <laughs> Rosie Voss goes through these challenges that are awful. Yeah. And through the Falcon Queen games. And they are quite vicious. Um, so it's fast-paced action adventure at the so, same time. So what are the messages for girls like my niece in this book? I think, you know, there's a four Falcon Queen rules, okay, which Queen Elizabeth I used, which Anne Boleyn gave her. And they have the four messages, which are really useful. Okay, and the first one is have courage. Take the chance you fear the most. Sometimes we're going to have to show up and we're terrified. The second one is united we stand. Okay, I'm going to lean on you to help me. I can't do this alone, okay? Number three is never give up. Um, Be the light. Serve your kingdom. You'll win your fight. It basically means, do you know what? Don't give up and and be of service and it will be gas in your tank. I'm doing this for Emily. I wrote this book for Emily, not just for me. I wrote it for Emily and all those kids out there and people out there. But, and it sort of drives you on. Number four, okay, this is a big one. This is what you live by, okay? It says, to thine, to thine own self be true. Mm-hmm. If you don't like these rules, make up your own. <laughs> and that's Shakespeare, who also went to Hebrew Bridge, this school, is that, you know, we, sometimes we've just got to live in our own lane. Not everyone's going to like us. We can't please everybody. And sometimes we've just got to be ourselves. And if, I want Emily just to be the best Emily that she can be. That's it. Brilliant. Oh, that's wonderful. Listen, uh, no spoilers, but in the very first chapter, uh, Rosie's taken out of class and told tragically that her mother has died. And it's, a, yeah. it's kind of, a, it's kind of a, a jolt in the very first chapter, isn't it? Um, and, but you're drawing yeah. from personal experience there, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I always think turn your poop to fertiliser, make it mean something, some of the pain that you've been through in life. And, you know, in lots of stories, there are orphans. Okay, that's the truth. But I thought, let's make this unairbrushed. Let's make it real. And I've experienced losing my pet, uh, father at a very young age, and it was horrible. And, and so I drew on that, and that opening chapter when she's sitting there in school and, and the teacher comes in, she gets pulled out of class and told that her mother is dead and, and what happens. And that happened to me. It's awful. Oh, and sorry. Um, so I sort of used all that, that pain and that sort of disruption into that, into that opening chapter. Amazing. Uh, I just got a text here. Anne Boleyn, 
Amberlynn's mother was one of the Butler family of Ormond Castle in Carrick and Shore in Ireland. Isn't that interesting? That's from Joe and Tremor. Thanks, Joe. Interesting. She's got a bit of a. I suppose she gets her cheekbones from probably. Oh, that's it. I'll take. We'll take that from Jerry Halliwell. So yeah, um, I think I. Go on. Sorry. No, I think Irish people have got beautiful cheekbones. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with you. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, this whole it body helps. hangs off these it cheekbones. Ha- it helps, darling. So tell yeah. me this. Tell me this. Um, you, you really have. You know, you have your own Jerry Halliwell Lane that you forged yourself. And it was, you know, and as a fan, and I've followed your entire career, and I'm of that generation that oh, that you. loves you, really loves you, and, and thinks you're amazing. And you've popped up again in other parts of culture now. And I, the you know, the Formula One documentary series that went out that just kind of changed the. The, the broader appeal of 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 Grand Prix, you know, um, that you know, the, you're you're popped up there. You popped up in in Robbie's documentary, and it actually, just I have to say, I just watched that recently. In that documentary, I got a real sense that you should be making documentaries. You were in, uh, interviewing him really well behind the camera, and not, you know, you're you're very inquisitive, aren't you? Well, I I like people. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I think everyone's got a story. Yeah. You know, I was, it, I'm fascinated by um, for anyone, whether it's the Duchess or the Dustman. You know, everybody's got a story, and we all learn. It's very sort of primal. We learn from each other. Yeah. You know, from, from back in the day, the caveman stories. We're learn, I'm learning from you, and it's really nice to share. Yeah. Do you know what I went? I have to say, you have got the best museum in the world. In Ireland, the Titanic Museum. Oh yeah, in Belfast. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my God, I have to. My son is obsessed with the Titanic. I was I, obsessed with the Titanic. Celine That's so Dion. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I love it as well. But thanks to him, and so I took him to that Titanic Museum. And I know it's on your own back door. So sometimes when we don't, we don't go to our own museums when they're near us. But I have to say, it is the best museum I've ever been to, from start to finish. I was like. Ireland, you're ahead of the game in engineering. It's yeah. incredible for a start. Then get the way it showed, you know, how all these people came together and then showing the beautiful architecture, then the horrible, tragic story. And then it shows you what you found afterwards, you know, all the photographic evidence, you know, at the bottom of the sea yeah. and all the, you know, they've got deck chairs and, you know, what, what brought down the Titanic? It wasn't what, just one thing. And I was so moved after that. And that's just sharing a story. Wow. And I'm, I'm ashamed to say, I, this is embarrassing. I'm, I'm, I'm actually confessing this to Jerry Halliwell. I've never been to the Titanic Museum. I'm now going to go. You've just, you've just sold it to me. And I was a, as a kid, I was it's obsessed. It's so good. Is it? It's so good. Uh, really, so, really good. I just I'm want to like, ask you. It's quite overwhelming, though. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Quite overwhelming. So, uh, seven years in the making, Rosie Frost. Uh, how do you feel about her being out in the world now? Are you excited? Um, I, it's, when someone like Emily gives me that feedback, I'm so pleased because that's the point. Um, it's done really, really well in America. It's a New York bestseller. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's incredible. Amazing. But, you know, fundamentally, it's about the, the Emilys of this world that, you know, to really find that courage and, and, and it's thrilling. I'm just finishing number two. Oh, congratulations. And, um, and it's funny because, and I really mentioned that 14 is the age of power. It really is because you're just, the wheels are just turning. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You're dropping, 
it's almost like the stabilizers are coming off your bike and you're you're, you're, you're moving into that young adult. It's, listen, you know, you're it, seeing it also, the world differently. Let's call a spade a spade. It screams movie as well. I'm just going to put that out there into the universe, all right? Can I read a text to you? Somebody just yeah, thank you that. so much. You are so supportive of me. Thank you oh, so much. Oh, I'm a big fan. You're amazing. And I just, you know, I, I think you're having a, a, a beautiful era in your public life as well. So congratulations to you. Lovely text. Hi, Brendan. Thank oh, you for... thank you. you. That's so nice. Thank you for your marvellous interview with Jerry thank Halliwell. Her you. book sounds wonderful. In relation to the importance of courage, there's a wonderful quotation. This is a text I just sent in. Courage calls to courage everywhere. This is a quotation from Melissant uh, Fawcett, a suffragette. Also, well done to your niece, Emily. Her book review was brilliant. Thank you, uh, Jen. Isn't that lovely? That's a lovely text to get in. Uh, Jerry Halliwell, good luck with uh, Rosie Frost and the Falcon Queen. It's out in every good bookshop now. Have a, a very Merry Christmas and the, a song I used to uh, teach a dance class to uh, Jerry Halliwell. Look at me. Thank you, Jerry. Happy Christmas. Oh, thank you so much. This is brilliant. Thank you. <laughs>